Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. It's Brandon Tierney and Sal Licata on WFAN The Fan, 1019 FM and always live on the free Odyssey app. What a football Friday we have. Finally, two meaningful games between both these two, not, not historically, but recent history, horrible teams, meaningful games, BT, going into week 15. And I got to say, I feel great about the Giants and certainly better about their chances about getting into the postseason than I do the New York Jets because the Giants have been better. Brian Dable, Tom and DeVito, to me, head coach, quarterback combination, better than the Jets. But meaningful games for both these teams, I think the Giants have the best shot of getting into the postseason of the two. Well, I'll tell you this, Sal. I don't think anybody would want to sign up for this, this roadmap to, to get to the playoffs here. I mean, there are long odds on both sides. Of tough road games, tough... Uh, you know, tough things to navigate. I disagree. I actually, believe it or not, I think that the Jets right now, first of all, I think the Jets are going to win Sunday. I know that that sounds insane. I think the Jets are absolutely more likely than the Giants to get there. I just think the Jets are better. I think if you looked at the body of work this year, and I, and I love the DeVito story, and I love how the Giants have saved their season and resuscitated themselves, but from start to finish, or at least till now, the Jets have been the better football team. And I'll tell you what, you go back to that game, and this was this seemed to be the silver bullet. This seemed to be the dagger for the Jets. The pick six, the Hail Mary, 99 yards. Everything that happened that game, 34-13, Dolphins went on Black Friday. Forget about it. Number one, Tim Boyle played. Tim Boyle's not even on the team. Tyree Kill is banged up, and the Dolphins' offensive line is very banged up, which obviously opens up a window to get into his face. And when you get after Tua... Two is not that good. I think the Jets are going to, you know, certainly be in a better position than the Giants. I really do. And, yeah. and I'm rooting for the Giants. It's I just like the Jets better right now. It's funny you say that because I actually believe the Giants are better. And I'm doing that based off of, you know, not obviously the 2-1-8 start, but the Giants' defense has been as good as anybody's in recent weeks. I believe the Giants' coaching staff is significantly better than the Jets. And I think DeVito's better than Zach Wilson. So where are you getting exactly the Jets are better? Well, statistically, you know, you look at the you look at the stats of the season. I don't want to bore anybody with that. There's been a couple of outliers where the Jets have given up some points. I get that, uh, and one of which was yeah, you know, just referenced the 34 points they gave up against the Dolphins. But was it really 34? No, Tim Boyle gave up six right. or seven when you throw on the PAT. I just think top to bottom, the Jets are a better team. I do say this: the Giants' defense, to me, and we've talked about this the last couple. We talked about this with Casillas, obviously, you and I, with the fans, the calls. Like the Giants defense, to me, you're starting to see in at least minimally five spots, maybe six, seven, you can start to see the shell of a defense that eventually when they tighten up some other things could start to challenge in a year or so 
the Eagles, the Dallas Cowboys. I just think the Jets are a better team. I do. I really do. And I love the DeVito story. I do. And maybe I'm riding too high on this this crest of a wave from Zach. But I think that the Jets finally learned something. They learned how to use him. He's playing freely. And I, I think when you combine both units at this point, like the Jets have the best wide receiver. I don't think there's much doubt about that. Uh, you know, I think that the Jets' tight ends are, are slightly better. And oh, I do Waller like coming Zach. back. I, I mean, Waller will be back Sunday now for the Giants. Yeah, I did see that. Yep. And, you know, and listen, who, yeah, he's, he's done nothing this year, Darren Waller. It's been one of the most overhyped. And I'm not saying I yeah. wouldn't have done it, but it was an overhyped, um, completely with in, in, without impact signing. I, listen, I know we get wrapped up in, well, if the Jets beat the Dolphins and, well, if the mm. Giants beat the Saints, uh, the odds go from here to there. And, yeah, but even if the Giants win, they got the Eagles twice. And, yeah, if the Jets win, what happens with Roger? Forget about all that. Forget about all that. I'm looking at both teams, and I'm giving the Giants a chance to win Sunday. I'm not saying that they can't win, but I absolutely believe that the Jets will. And if the Jets could get past this Dolphins game, the road is pretty clear, man. You got the Commanders, you got the Pats, you got some teams that you show up you should beat. It's not over for See, the Jets. That, but that's, I think, where we fundamentally disagree. Like, I'm watching the Jets, and I think they stink. And yet you think that they're actually good. Like, you think they're better than the Browns? There's no guarantee that the Jets should even beat the Re- the Commanders. I mean, look at the Jets. Look at the way that they've played. All right, they beat the Texans. They have one game. Outside of that, it's been a disaster. So, and by the way, I'm even factoring in with Rodgers potentially coming back. Like, I understand that those are all possibilities, and I understand reasons for hope. I just don't think the Jets are good, and I certainly don't think they're as good as the Giants. Now, the Giants have a difficult schedule with the Eagles twice. I get that aspect, but if I'm looking at who's the better team, like, you want to make a case Jets have a softer schedule, Jets get Rodgers back, that I can understand. Yeah. I, I think the Giants are just flat out better than the Jets, and that's why I think they're going to make the postseason. I shouldn't say they're going to make it, but I think they have a better chance to make the postseason than the Jets do. Yeah, and, and just to be clear, this right now, what, what we're saying is, you know, who's more likely to make it? I mean, because, you know, with the wins last week, they were both, you know, very unexpected, at least the matter in which both of these teams won. I mean, DeVito was a star. Wilson played the best game he's ever played. And, you know, it changed the narrative, at least for a week. We're, again, yeah, it's a little ridiculous to get on the air in the middle of December with still a lot of football to go. And both of these teams buried behind a lot of teams just to get back truly in the conversation. But I'm going to take it one one week at a time and one roster at a time. And I know that the Dolphins, are, or at least I think, are better than the Saints so I don't know that that's the, the – I'm not going to hang my hat on that. I'm going to hang my hat on this Jets defense, dude. And I'm going to hang my hat on the fact that these clueless Jet coaches, after three months of figuring out how the hell to deploy Zach Wilson, have finally figured it out. And not only do I think the Jets will win and keep this thing going, and I think it's going to get more and more interesting as the schedule softens up, as Rodgers gets healthier, etc. I actually think that they put points up, and I think that – like, when we're sitting here Sunday night and obviously Monday on the air, it's not like, oh, wow, the Jets won an ugly one. I think it's more along the lines of, geez, the Jets played well two games in a row. Here come the Jets. I honestly believe that. Yeah, I, I know, but you also believe that earlier in the year. I, I get what you're saying. You hope that what we saw on Sunday is the, the turning of the corner for this team. I, I just, like, I don't see it. Who do you think's the better coach, Dable or, or Salah? A Dable. And then who do you think's been better quarterback, DeVito or Zach Wilson? Been playing better this year. Well, I mean, the, you know, I would statistically DeVito. 
Well, I mean, DeVito's I'll, been bad. He's won yeah, three no, of four. Yeah, no, DeVito. Yeah. So, I'll give you that. Uh, yeah, and, and the Giants' defense, while it may not be as hyped as the Jets, I, yeah. I could argue it's better. No, I mean, you can't. I mean, you can, but you, you wouldn't be right. You you can uh, take attack the argument any way you want. Statistically, I mean, it's, well, it's watching, that's not I'm, true. I'm watching the way that they play. They need to close well, so out a game. They, they need to close out a game. They do it. Giants oh, so have, the Jets. No, no, come on, BT. I what? mean, the Giants have progressively gotten better here. They are rolling right now. The Jets won a game. Okay, here, here's the thing. Why I think the well, listen, the Jets' defense, and again, Giants' defense has gotten better. And, you know, you saying the Giants' defense is better and me saying the Jets' defense is better for the next four hours is right. a shelf life. That I get it. I respect what you're saying. I disagree. I think the one thing that has hurt the Jets' defense from being thought by everybody as absolutely lights out, unstoppably dominant is that they're on the freaking field too much. Yeah. And the fact that they've learned, I think, again. I mean, they got their asses kicked. Who, they get their asses kicked by the Buffalo Bills in a, a, I mean, a huge game. Not to mention the embarrassment that happened with the Chargers or with the Raiders. And again, I'm not just talking about specific to the defense, team as a whole, but it's not like this defense. I, I think we're talking about the Jets' defense like they are the 85 Bears. They're not. No, no, I'm not saying the 85 Bears. I'm just talking about 2023, and I think the Jets, I know the Jets are one of the better defenses. Listen, you got if you're going to start cherry-picking games, which, which I understand, we both do that, you, you mentioned the Charger game. All right, the final score is 27-6. to six. How'd they score seven of those points? Special teams. I mean, you know, 34 points they gave up against the Dolphins. What happened? 99 right. yards with three seconds left. Touchdown by Tim Boyle, not by Tyreek Hill. So, or, or, or Tua, or, mm-hmm. or Jalen Waddle, or whomever. I get it. You could also probably do this with every team in the NFL. You could selectively, you know, go to a week, parachute in, what happened here, maybe make more of it than it really is. Maybe some of it's true. And I'm not saying that the Jets' defense is beyond reproach. But let's face it. If you give the Jets defense, you know, if they're not gassed, if they're not playing 35, 36, 37 minutes every Sunday, which may be more sometimes, which they usually do because of the Jets' inability to string together not even touchdowns, but multiple first downs, they, I, I, I really think that it's, I think it's taken away from, from how great they, they're good. Right. They're good. I think if you get these guys on the sideline a little bit, then I know that they're better than good. And I think the Jets' offense finally is in a position to do that. Right, and I just feel like the Giants have been doing it, certainly over the last three win, uh, the last three wins, obviously more than you know four weeks, whatever, with the bye week in there. But they've been playing better, and I believe in the coaching staff and the quarterback and that defense. And again, we, we know it's unlikely they're going to make the postseason, but I think yep. the Giants have a better shot than the Jets do. Our friends at Town Fair Tire remind you that at Town Fair Tire, you always get the guaranteed lowest price on name brand tires from Connecticut to Maine. Nobody beats Town Fair Tire. Nobody. Matt is calling from New Haven. What's up, Matt? What's up, boys? How you doing? How are you, Matt? Hey, Matt. So, listen, this is what I'm saying about DeVito right now. He's got an Everest of an opportunity in front of him. And if he wins one, and God forbid, two of these Eagles games coming and brings them to the playoffs, erect a statue of the guy in front of MetLife Stadium. I'm dead serious. They might. I mean, if the Giants make the postseason, thank you for the goal. Look, chances are, we we understand realistically, they're probably not. However, if they did, BT, you might as well put the statue up of Tommy DeVito outside that stadium. And he's one of the reasons why I believe that they can do it. If if Daniel Jones were here, I wouldn't be saying the same thing. Tommy DeVito playing the way that he has, I do believe they have a better chance than the Jets. Well, I mean, listen, the Tommy DeVito story is is unlike, really, outside of Linsanity, uh, unlike really anything we've seen. 
you know, when you have an obscure, now he's not obscure because he's from here, and I don't mean all the Italian stuff, but like he's from here. So to say that he's obscure, it's a little different than Jeremy Lin, who is not from here and, you know, was played all over and bounced around. And like, at least I think DeVito locally has been on the radar, certainly as a Bosco kid and uh, playing up at Syracuse, whatever. Okay. But the the improbability of his story is amazing. And I'm not going to put a limit on it. If you tell me that DeVito goes into the Superdome and does just enough and that this ascending Giants defense, I'll give you that. Giants defense is good. I'm not saying it's not good. I, I just think the Jets is better. But I think they're both good. And they roll in there and they scratch out a 2017 win. Would I be stunned? I absolutely would not be. What I think has me excited about the Jets, and you know what? Listen, if i got to take the L Monday morning, I'll do it because I've done it before with the Jets. And I've done it before with Zach. I, it, it's, it's maddening that it's taken this long, but better late than never, to figure out how to use somebody. And Zach's playing, listen, I don't know how to say this nicely, but, they, I mean, they have dropped, if right. you know what I mean. Yeah. They are swinging. <laughs> they are swinging left to right. <laughs> when, when, he, when he takes off the towel to, uh, to, take, uh, to get in the shower, well, they're, sw- yeah. they're swinging, okay. buddy. Yeah. They're finally, they're not shriveled up, they're swinging. No, I, I, you know, I he found them. Yeah. He I, found them, dude. Yeah, no, I, yo, it's about time. Jimmy is calling <laughs> from Ron Conga, but what's up, Jimmy? Good morning, Sal. Good morning, BT. Hey, Jim. Listen, I've been a Jet fan for a long time, since 69. I'm going to be 65. If you base the two teams, let's be honest. Wilson, how many of those losses, Sal? You make like they're terrible. How many of those losses out of those eight did we have less than a freaking 100 yards on offense? Think about it. Pee-wee's teams do better than Zach did. There was points I was ready. I can't take them. Right. But then again, he looked wonderful last week. But does I Listen, I'm to the point now, let's just play it by ear. I personally think I love DeVito. I think they have a better shot for whatever reason because of the whole situation that this kid's bringing in. Would I like to see Milton do good this week? I'd love to see two weeks in a row. It would be a wonderful feeling to think we have just a little bit of a shot between both of us. Something to watch in December. Well, Instead of watching Kansas City, all the other, I'm sick of it. Well, that's the fun part. You're right, Jimmy, and thank right. you for the call. That's the fun part is that we have meaningful games heading into Week 15 for both these teams. But you just nailed it, Jimmy. Even as a Jet fan, the reasons why I believe in the Giants, they've actually done it. They've, they're getting hot. They've won three in a row. Sure, the schedule is going to get tougher here, but they've won three in a row, and I believe it's legitimate, BT, with DeVito, with Barkley, with the weapons on offense, with the defense playing the way that it has, with the coaching staff. There's legitimacy there, a foundation and progression. With the Jets, it's one game. They've played like crap for weeks, and now it's one game that we're reacting to. Yeah, no, we are reacting to this, but you know, because of the clueless nature of the coaching staff, we get to react to something different finally, and we get to react to the kid who is finally being used properly, but more importantly, is back playing instead of sitting, you know, watching Tim Boyle and Trevor Simeon. So I get it. It, it listen, it has not been linear. You know, the Jets were dealt a massive shot with Rodgers four plays in. They somehow won the game, and then they lost a couple of games that they shouldn't. Then they won a couple of ugly ones. You know, they played the Chiefs interesting, that which gave us you know, some some hope. And then, you know, you, the, you just fast forward the Raiders loss or the the, the, the the Falcons loss where we thought you actually, you came and you buried them, right. you know, maybe a little prematurely. Uh, no, just saying they're, no. They're not dead yet. Yeah, no you know way. I mean? So I, I get it. You know, we want our teams, we never get it with our teams really, but we want our teams to go 13 and 4, 12 and 5, win three games every month, put up 27, 30 points every week, have a representative defense, be well 
well coached, avoid injuries, blah, blah, blah. That doesn't happen. This is the NFL. And what's interesting about this is that while we micro-analyze, of course, because this is what we do in New York and New Jersey and the tri-state area, both the Jets and the Giants, I'm telling you, Sal, if you take a magnifying glass and you go to all the other teams that are in front of the Jets and the Giants right now, guess what? They got problems, too. They got real problems. Yeah, but the problem is bigger for both of these teams because of what their record is, because of the way they've played the majority of the year. I mean, that's the thing. You're, you're looking at it like, oh, well, you know, not everybody wins every week. Yeah, they're 5-8, and eight, and Jets lost five in a row. I mean, you lost five football games in a row, and you still somehow think they're going to be a postseason team based on one week. Like, at least with the Giants, they are a totally different team the last few weeks than what we saw the first 10 weeks. Now, it's too little, too late, probably, to actually get in, but they're building towards something, and there's legitimacy to it. The Jets, it's been crash and burn. Oh, wait, one week, Zach looks great, defense playing well, at home against the Texans, and now they're back. I, I need to see more yeah. before I believe in them. Well, listen, at this point, we're just grasping for oxygen. I right. admit that. It's a long shot. And the crazy thing, this will, and I really mean this, this will summarize right now how I feel about the, both of the teams. It's just my my innate sense of, of the New York football scene. Like, I actually think that there's a better chance that both teams win than both teams lose. And imagine saying that three weeks ago. Right. Two weeks ago. Like, think about that. Like, I'm going into this football Sunday. I'm not saying I expect both teams to win. But if I had to slap down a few bucks and the odds were what they were, I would actually put it on both teams winning rather than losing. And it's a testament to their resilience. Maybe the Giants more so because the Giants have won a couple in a row. But it's also a state of the conferences. And listen, just back to the Jets for a moment. All right, so the Jets are in 13th place. Miles to go. Understood. Not going to be easy. The the eighth place team right now is the Texans. They've got the tiebreaker. They just beat them. The ninth place team is the Broncos. They've got the tiebreaker. They beat them. Then there's the Bengals without Burrow. Then there's the Bills, who they tied with, and they could get the tiebreaker based on some other tiebreaker situations. Mm. And then, of course, Vegas, who they lost to. But Vegas is going nowhere. They scored zero points at home last week against against Minnesota. They lost three zip. Listen, there's a lot of things that need to go right. That's just the Jets' perspective. For the Giants, they got to beat two team. They got to beat a team twice or at least once that they never play well the, against the biggest, recently. The biggest hurdle for the Giants, the Jets have a lot of hurdles to overcome. Biggest one for the Giants is that they got Philadelphia twice because everybody else in the NFC they're six and seven. Yeah. you're talking about one game difference here. With the Jets, the teams are seven and six. That's a bigger difference, and I think you got better teams in the AFC than you do in the NFC. Rick is calling from Glen Ridge. What's up, Rick? Yeah, hey, guys. Love the show. Uh, so, lifelong Giants fan here. Love watching the games with my son. We would love nothing more than to watch the Giants actually make a run at this thing here as we close out the season. We have been closely tracking what the Eagles are doing and what the Cowboys are doing in the hopes that maybe the Eagles would just coast in those last two games that have nothing left to play for. The exact opposite has happened. They have everything to play for. And I think the reality is that, myself included, any Giants fan who thinks that we have a shot to beat the Eagles twice is absolutely delusional. You know what, though? It may, and thank you for the call, Rick. It may not even take that. It, 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 think about it, BT. You could. Now, I don't think it's likely, but there's a chance they could get in at three and one over the next four, I would think, right? I haven't done all the math, but 
Yeah, I mean, if you get to eight wins, there's a chance maybe you could backdoor your way into the postseason in a weaker NFC, and that would give you real hope. And by the way, who's to say to write them off that they can't do it? I don't think it's likely that they're going to sweep the Eagles, but they could. Sal, I mean, think about what what we're talking about right now. And I'm sure (laughs) for some, it seems a little far-fetched. I got it. But it's it's not entirely implausible. Statistically, if the Jets and the Giants... Especially the Giants who are playing, you know, they've won a couple in a row. But if the Jets and the Giants play well, they're going to get in the playoffs. I, I mean, they were dead. They were. It was. It went from fire everybody from the Jets' perspective, which, by the way, I still don't believe in Salah. But I don't. I don't need to devolve into nine different conversations here. You know where I stand on on the head coach and Hackett, et cetera. Right. But it went from all that stuff. Benching the number two pick, and he's absolutely gone next year. And then Jones gets hurt, and some people think Dable, which was crazy, might not be the right coach for the Giants. Two, here we are, middle of December. A lot of teams are bleeding out right now, and it looks like the Jets and the Giants are beginning to at least play some of their better football. I'll take it. I'll take it, dude. Yeah, that, we'll both take it. Having meaningful games going on a week 15, Jets and Giants coming up 1 o'clock on Sunday. How was the trip, BT, down there in Florida? I know you got the big tournament with Colt coming up. How was the trip? It was pretty good, actually. It was uh, it was smooth. There wasn't uh, any issues. Ga- no so games. Far. No games last night. Did a game tonight or what? Yeah, you know, it's supposed to be Friday, Saturday. Actually, it was supposed to be for some teams Friday, and then we were playing tomorrow. I think at eight and ten. Uh, weather's going to be bad tomorrow, so they bump some stuff up uh, to make sure we get everything. So we're playing doubleheader tonight. All right, there you go. Well, good luck in the games tonight. I know you're pumped up about Thanks. that. I'm sure Colt is fired. Did he wear a suit on the plane? You know what? He didn't. He brought it. He's like, <laughs> I told you the story about yeah. he wanted to dress like the Yankees on the plane. He, but he brought a suit jacket for a, for a team dinner. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. All right. Yep, yep. Hey, look, dress the part. That's half the, uh, half the battle there. All right, PT and Sal right. on the fan. Talking Jets, Giants, look, it is hard to believe. I get it. Like, we're not delusional. We know, realistically, these teams probably aren't going to the postseason. But I do think the Giants have a better chance than the Jets based off of what we've seen here so far last few weeks. DeVito, even the defense has been legit. Uh, And, you know, they're just doing it as a team and better coaching. So, for me, I'm going to roll with the Giants, BT, thinking the Jets. Rick is in Tampa. What's up, Rick? Hey, what's up? BT, where were you down here in Florida? Uh, I'm here now. I'm actually in Orlando, but the oh, game's at the Oh, you're Sanford. in Orlando now. Yeah, okay. Yep. All right, yeah, because the weather's been crazy, and it's going to be pouring all day tomorrow. So that yeah. uh, uh, doesn't look good for tomorrow, 99%. But, oh, that's cool. Hey, um, and that's going – BT, did you say that the Dolphins may be better than the Saints, or you don't know? I mean, come on. You know the Dolphins are a much better team than the Saints. But you caught them, and I was thinking about this. You got – they have so many injuries right yep. now. And with the Jets, they travel, defense travels. We know that. This is like the best opportunity to beat them. And I think you, you could beat them. I think it's definite. And, you know, for my Giants, I, I think that this game is the way they've been playing. They're going to beat the Saints. The unfortunate part of both teams is that the inept- This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. 
You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. It is of the season where we lost a lot of these games. It's kind of going to come and bite us towards the end. And we both might come up short. And that's the sad part. But I, I'm, it's funny because I'm looking at your last game against... Uh, <laughs> New England, if it came down to that, I mean, that would be uh, Bill Belichick's uh, swan song to find one more time to take this, the, the sack and make it triple again. <laughs> that would, <laughs> but, uh, yeah, hey, and, uh, hey uh, Sal, real quick, you're, you're a Falcons. What's the, the chance that they're going to – will they ever lose to Carolina this weekend? Or I mean, like I, who, the, who the hell knows, Rick? <laughs> My knockout pool. Yeah, I, I wouldn't touch it, and thank you for the call, although – I mean, look, you probably have you know few choices left at this point if you're still alive in a knockout pool. Hard to imagine them losing to Carolina, but you never know. They're so damn inconsistent. But, BT, I would say, as far as the Jets and Giants go, that I do feel similar to you feel about the Jets this week. Like, they can win that game. If, any, if they're ever going to beat Miami, this is the time because Miami is banged up, as you mentioned. Awful loss on Monday Night Football. Jets look good finally on Sunday. So I could see a scenario where they win. I do not see a scenario where they get in the postseason more likely than the Giants. Both those things could be true. Well, yeah, they could be. I mean, think about this, though. So if the Jets beat the Dolphins, and I'm sure the aesthetics of the game will will matter, like if the Jets ever found a way to win 34-17 and Zach was great again, right. that's one thing, 13-7. I mean, there's a million different ways you can go. But if it's um, like an optically pleasing win, defense is legit, and Zach really shows again, what are you saying on Monday? Because the next game they play is against the Commanders, and they're not losing that game at home if it matters. Right. Well, what are you saying? I mean, I'm saying they look better, but that's a big if. They haven't done that all year, and you expect well, I understand them. understand that. Right. So, I mean, if they do something they haven't done all year, I'm, I may open my eyes and change my opinion a little bit based on what we're seeing. I don't believe it's going to be the case. If they win, I think it's going to be an ugly game, 13-10, 16-10, something like that. Well, think about this, Sal. What's the, and again, it would represent, you know, a fairly radical shift from who the Jets have been this year, especially offensively. I give you that. But, see, the only thing that gives me pause on the Giants, because I know the defense is coming. DeVito's been really right. amazing. I love the coaching staff. You know that. Right. Who have the Giants beaten on the road? Like, what is? Where, where's the quality game on the road? Well, to me, their quality. Who is it? Well, no, the quality game to me was against Green Bay. I mean, that, that's the one that I'm looking at. So, and, and, by the way, they've played solid football consistently now for the last few weeks. Where have the Jets done that, period? Like, the Jets, even when they were winning, it was, oh, but you're hoping for more from Zach. Yeah, they won, but we need to see more. I expect to see more. And we never saw it. No, understood. Understood. And that's why, listen, if Zach, I think if the Jets would have won the other day, uh, make up the score, whatever. But Zach was 19 for 36 with a touchdown and a pick. And I, I don't I don't think that I'm emitting this energy. Uh, admittedly, a lot of what I'm projecting today is, and I've always been a Zach support. I mean, geez, of course you right. know that. I think everybody knows that by now. Uh, maybe to a fault for some, that's fine. 
But a lot of my my hope, my optimism, and my belief in the Jets, you know, cranking this thing up a little bit here, final couple of weeks, is because I think that Zach is now going to play better. And if not, they got no shot. Right. I admit that. Well, well, I mean, he doesn't have to play. The, the, the way out of that would be he doesn't have to play great this weekend. They win a defensive battle, and then Rodgers comes back. I mean, that's a whole different scenario. But <laughs> yeah. well, well, I mean, is that still yeah. isn't that possible still? I mean, po- listen, I I I told you. I guess this was two months ago that I heard, and right. you know, December twenty fourth, Christmas Eve, somebody in the building told me that's what he was targeting, right? And that would be the Commanders game. So, so yeah, there's an out there if Zach doesn't play well, and I understand why you would have more belief in Zach because you were waiting to see what you saw Sunday. You personally were expecting to see that. All year long, or at least at some points earlier in the year, you didn't see it at all to the point where they benched him. Now they go back to him, and he plays like that. So that's what you were waiting for. And if yep. you believe that that's going to stick, I certainly understand it. For me, I, I, I saw it for one game. and I, I never, hear you. Yeah, and that's the thing. And with the Giants, we've seen them play well now for a couple of weeks. Danny is in center port. What's up, Danny? Hey, boys. How you doing, man? Listen, to both of you guys, happy holidays uh, to both you and your families. All sincerity. You too. Um, so listen, you know, uh, the, the hidden mystery here, right? BT and Sal is, is Zach, right? BT, can he give us two games? If he can give us two games back to back, this is how my heart of heart feels. If this kid can throw a touchdown or two and Brees maybe even combined, I'm even, I'm not even asking Brees to go for 150. I'm asking him combined to go for a hundred yards in, in receiving and rushing. I think we're going to fight this team to the bitter end into this fourth quarter and we could squeak something out. Just like you said, BT, if this defense can just get a breather every once in a while and play with a half a lead and not always have their back against the wall, they'll fight this team to the bitter end because we could talk it to nauseam and you said it perfectly before bt we gave up 10 points to this team in that first half without that hail mary and yep. after that it's just a snowball mess and that's that that's on that that's on that hail mary and coaching and all i that. thought they so, could have won that going I, in remember bt we did the show black yeah. friday i thought the jets could win that game i actually picked yeah. them i think with the points i don't yeah. know if i picked them to win but that was with tim boyle i would have felt better had they had zach wilson so that You're was right. a mistake was, and, and the way the game had- yeah the way the game was going danny it was playing in the jets favor until that Damn Hail Mary. It was so it was so disheartening. That Hail Mary. And to me, I talked to you guys about this the last time. That comes to coaching. I mean, I know in this league you gotta take a shot, but to me, after the, the tide that we just rolled and got that interception, kneel on the ball and go in half, and you got a game. And they get instead they get greedy. He didn't even reach the dawn the end zone. He throws it to the two yard line. Like, you know, that was just a stupid call on coaching. But, again, listen, I, in my heart of hearts, guys, I don't think either one of the teams is making is making the playoffs. But, listen, the fact that we're even talking about it, there's a fighter's chance the way things have gone in the last few weeks. But, uh, you know, I think the Giants got a better shot of beating the Saints than the, than the Jets with the Dolphins. And that's wow. me to say it as a Jet fan. Interesting. But, I mean, listen, the bottom line is we, we're going to fight this team to the end. If, if Zach can just give us a back-to-back game and show us that he's got something, we're going to be in this game and it'll be great bt you're not going down to the game are you no i'm here for my son's baseball tournament and no, i'm not going to the Danny. game no yeah thanks, I, buddy. bt i'm surprised you wouldn't agree with him saying that mm. the giants beating the saints is more likely than the jets beating the dolphins i mean i know why you laid out the scenarios where the dolphins aren't exactly the dolphins but they are better than the the saints oh there's no question i think that again i'm, I'm talking more big picture like right. who's more likely to you know backdoor a playoff berth here to me it's the jets uh, do I think the Giants can beat the Saints? I do. I just don't think they're going to beat Philly. 
Right. Okay. Well, that's different. Well, Danny yeah. was saying right there that he thinks that the Giants is more likely that they beat the the Aints than the Jets beating the Dolphins, which I agree. And I think like logic would tell you that. Doesn't mean now. I happen to think both teams are going to be playing well in this game. Me yeah. personally, but the, like you said, the playoff push is beyond this. The only reason, I mean, there's multiple, but in in total, the only reason why I favor the Giants. Forget the schedule. You know, for, forget what, what's to come in the next four weeks or who they're playing this Sunday. Certainly. It's it's that they've been playing better football. I think they're a better team. I think they're better in the defense. Yep, I don't see it that way, but I, I I get why. Like You don't sound nuts saying that. You truly don't. The one thing to consider, you know the Dolphins, and I've got to see the updated injury report. The Dolphins had one offensive line starter last week against Tennessee. One. You go into a game against the Jets with one starter, you're dead. You're dead up front. Yeah. You're dead. I'm, look, the, the Dolphins, I'm not going to say they're right for the picking because it is the Jets, and they are, they are in Miami, and Miami has been the better team. However, if there was a time to play them, it's now. And if the Jets could somehow win this game in Miami, Ooh. then we start talking. Hey, everyone. Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us, and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. About Christmas Eve and the return of Aaron Rodgers becoming it's a realistic possibility. It's beginning to oh, look God. a lot like playoffs. Yeah, just, just, just get me Yamamoto next week, King Cullen. <laughs> Sal, you sound a little tired today, buddy. Everything okay? Oh, yeah. All good. All good. Yeah, you sound <clears> a little <throat> hoarse, buddy. I need more, need more water. Yeah, I've uh, been drinking uh, as much water as I possibly can. I feel a little dehydrated. What, did you go run a marathon last night? What happened? I did not. We uh, had a little bit of a, you know, the SNY uh, holiday party last oh, night. Oh, yeah. there we go. How yeah. was it? it Everything was, okay? You know, I tried not to go because I knew what was going to happen. And then, <laughs> then I end up going and I find myself eating two slices on the 1130 train home from Penn. Yeah, oh it's just yeah, it's just a long night, dude. And my wife's like, "You smell like alcohol. What's wrong with you?" I'm like, "It was just, it, it, yeah, exactly." And then I'm back on the 7:30 train this morning to come in here and do this show with you. Choo choo. Yeah, my voice isn't even working. Yeah, exactly right. The pain train. That's what we're riding today. <laughs> I love it. All right, BT it. and Sal on the fans. How often have we been able to say that? Let alone in December, week 15. How often have we been able to say that? Both these games matter for both the Jets and Giants. It's fun, finally. I know they've had bad records. I know it's not like they make the postseason. Finally, yep. though, we got games that matter in December. I'll take it. I'll take it, man, because the uh, you know the sporting landscape, while it's, it's you know, I'm sure, well, of course, we're biased, but, you know, it's the best out there. I mean, it's largely overstated. How many times have the Yankees and the Mets made the playoffs simultaneously? Right, the Mets never times, do. Right. Yeah. And how many times have the have the Jets and the Giants made the playoffs simultaneously? And to your point, I mean, playoffs, that's one thing. But how many times, especially in the last 10 years, have we even been in the middle of December where there's a statistical chance, just a chance, that both teams could make it? Here we go. Yeah. And I'll take it. usually both these team seasons end... If not September, early October, it's over. So yep. I know it sounds pathetic and, oh, my God, you know, five and eight, you're thinking these teams can go to the postseason, but it is realistic. And certainly for me, for the Giants, more so 
because of the way they've been playing. I believe DeVito was legit, and there's legitimacy to what the Giants have done here. I believe in Brian Dable. Oh, and by the way, you know, the Giants did go to the postseason last year, so it looked like it was a total disaster the first 10 weeks, and how, oh my God, last year was the aberration. How could this team be this bad this year off of what we saw a year ago? But now you've seen them right the ship here, and the win to me on Monday night against the Packers, that gave me even more confidence Moving forward, Paul is calling from Bayville. What's up, Paul? Hey, happy holidays, guys. You guys got a great show. You're very, very entertaining. Well, thank you. Uh, there's a couple of things. Listen, I'm a, I'm a diehard Giants fan. Huge Harry Carson, Brand Van Pelt fan. I've been uh, officiating uh, and playing high school uh, football and officiating college football uh, for 41 years. There's no comparison between the Giants and Jets defense. The Jets, man for man, you go down the list. The only guy in the Giants that could possibly start for the Jets is Dexter Lawrence. No, uh, I'm not, no, I'm not buying that. Uh, uh, you're, on, di- you're, di- you're, disre- you're disrespecting don't tell, the Giants. Don't tell me, who, who, don't tell me Thibodeau. Because Thibodeau, oh, Thibodeau couldn't even – is half the man the Jets' defensive ends are. No, Kayvon K- Thibodeau – look, obviously I'd be the first to say it and pick on Kayvon Thibodeau. The guy's been playing well this year. I mean, yep. you can't you – can't, He's actually doing what he was supposed to be doing. Maybe not to the level that we had expected, and thank you for the call, Paul. But you can't start picking on the Giants' defense, and specifically Kayvon Thibodeau, whose numbers are on par with anybody. Now, you watch him play. Maybe he doesn't pop every single week, but he's doing things that aren't just the stats or aren't going to necessarily pop. Wink Martindale was just talking about how he's the leader of that defense. Quietly, he's having a monster year. And by the way, you could mention Deontay Banks. You could mention... Uh, McKee, look around the, the team, BT. The Dexter yep. Lawrence certainly uh, up front, but the Giants have guys. You know, the linebackers have been playing well. Bobby O has been playing well. I'm not saying that individually they're all better than the Jets individuals, but as a team, with the way Wink Martindale has them, you know, has coached them, I, I think they're as good. See, I don't, but I think that they're good. That's just me making sure I get a little separation. And despite the five and eight record, I, I, you know, I stick true to what I truly believe, and that the Jets' defense is one of the best in the NFL. Now, the Lawrence stuff, yep, Dexter Lawrence is awesome, and the Kavon stuff. You know, the whole genesis of the conversations that you and I had, even going back to the Carl stuff, was that all right, he was getting some sacks, but there was too many times where he would disappear. You know, of real time, seven, eight, nine minutes, not hear Kavon's name. In his credit, and to his credit, what he's doing now is he's learning how to, you know, he's getting blocked, he's disengaging, he's throwing himself back to the pile, he's making a, ta- a, a tackle for, forget about sacks, and he's got a ton of them. He's doing other things that are beginning to to sh- to reshape his narrative. He has been tremendous. Let's not mince words. Kayvon Thibodeau's balling. But the other aspects of the Giants' defense, they're not starting on the Jets. I, I agree with the last caller. De- uh, Reed and obviously Sauce are the two best corners of both teams. Uh, and, you know what, though? You know, but, but that, and but, CJ Mosley's phenomenal, and Quincy Williams is phenomenal. Uh, you know, the Jets' defense is great. Oh, God. It, uh, it is. You know, I'll take Deontay Banks, who I think is a stud. And look, just because Sauce Gardner has a good nickname, I mean, Deontay Banks is, dude, he's a beast. He's, he's very good. As well. Sal, he's very McKinney, good. He's I like not McKinney. Sauce. I like I like what the Giants have been able to do schematically as well. It's not just about individuals. I'm watching this team. They play good team defense. I'm not saying that they're better than the Jets. They're at least as good. And by the way, the Jets have been inconsistent. And maybe where I say that they're better, BT, is the results versus expectations, right? I always use that as a measuring stick. So the expectations for the Jets were that they were supposed to be, and I know I didn't say this, DJ Reed said it, the 85 Bears, 
but still a top team, a top defensive team, you know, be the best in the league, no doubt about it. They are not. So according to those expectations, the Jets have fallen short. And the Giants, I thought were going to be a good defense. They're better than that, and they're getting better every single week. That's why results versus expectations where I say, I think the Giants' defense is, at the very least, as good as the Jets. Listen, I understand that. Um, I think that the the thing that's undermined the Jets' defense a little. Now, having watched every snap like you, mm-hmm. I have not, I've been disappointed in, in the results for the Jets as a 5-8 and eight season. I have not been disappointed in the Jets' defense, except that they, they have allowed you know, opposing teams to run on them a little bit. Bingo. We, no, I get it. And, and, great, equi- and, and great defenses, BT, don't yep. do that. Uh, and even, listen. Even if it's one drive. Like, they let the Falcons beat them. I don't care how they did it. They let it yep. let Falcons. Like, come on. Shut them out. DJ Reed says, oh, we shut out guys. No, you don't. Because how did Atlanta beat you? They scored points. Yeah. No, I get it. But I, I do think context matters. And I'm going to grant you, the run defense has been a little bit too porous. No doubt. They've had it stuffed down their throats a little bit too much to my liking. You can't be the best defense in football when that happens. But And I'm looking at it now. And I know that when you – I don't want to bog you down with stats. But I do think this is important because this plays into Sunday. All right? So – I think the Jets will win Sunday because I, I know the Dolphins are banged up. I think the Jets' defense will eat. I think Tua is average when he's got to do anything other than a controlled environment. I don't think he's special and, at all. And I, th- and I know that Tyree Kill's ankle is jacked up. And once the adren- adrenaline start, you know, stops pulsating through the body and he's got to try to ratchet this up from the opening kick, I don't think he'll be quite the same player. So I'm kind of banking on that. Admittedly, the Jets' time of possession this year is... They, they possess a 28, uh, 28 minutes and 19 seconds, which is pathetic, dude. It's 28th in the NFL out of 32 teams. It stinks, all right? The last game, though, they possessed it 37 minutes. And what now I know it was raining, whatever. Stroud's a rookie. I get it. They didn't have their top receiver. Got it. Right. But when you possess the ball, they don't even need to possess it 37. Just get into the neighborhood of 31, 32, 30. Suddenly that defense, I believe, will be able to do what they really are built to do. They're exhausted. They're always on the field. Yeah, even though going back to last year, I know it's different, and they were, they've were they been better this year than last year. Last year it was overhyped. Oh, they're defense, they're defense. And then anytime you need them to get a big stop, they can't do it to win a game. And I see similar things this year, not as bad as last year, but the running the football stuff. Even the Giants, the Giants came, they ran it right down their throat when they knew they weren't going to throw the football. So to be a great, like I've watched great defenses. I saw the Ravens in 2000. I know what a great defense looks like. By the way, I don't think it's as good as the 49ers are this year. So you look at even the Cowboys. I think Dallas is a better defense. And I know that each team has had bad games or yep. you know bad drives, whatever. But the Jets' defense, to me, is not as... I thought they were going to be the best. After watching preseason football, I thought I drafted them on all my fantasy teams. Like, I was that high. Not that that matters. I'm just giving you an example of how high I was on this team. I thought that the Jets' defense was going to be that good. On par, maybe not as good, but on par with some of the great teams that we've seen. And they haven't been that. Um, no, I mean, they are, what, top uh, seven points per game. And I'm looking at it right now. They are one, two, three, four. They are fifth in yards per game allowed total. I mean, I'll take it. But no, the run defense has been a little little soft. Patrick is calling from Verona, New Jersey. What's uh, up, Patrick? Hey, Pat. Guys, how you doing? What's up, buddy? What's going on? Yo, guys. I, guys, I want to preface this call by what I'm about to say. I'm a big Giants fan, all right? We've got it. I feel like these Giants fans have, like, did, didn't watch both Dallas games this year, forgot about the San Francisco game, forgot about the Miami game, and are loving, loving Tommy DeVito because we beat the New England Patriots 10-7, you know, had a couple good games against the Washington Commanders and eked out win on Monday night against 
the Green Bay Packers, who were awful five weeks ago. We've got to stop with this, the New York Giants, oh, we might make the playoff. This is the same New York Giants team that saw the Philadelphia Eagles twice last year, saw them third team in the playoff and got, playoffs and got their doors blown off. And now we're like, maybe we're going to make the playoffs. Maybe we can make a run. This Giants team has problems. And I, I hate this love fest with them because we beat the Commanders, the Patriots, and the Packers on Monday night. And now well, what are you? Are you a Giants fan? I'm a huge Giants fan. So then why but do you hate got, the love fest? Be realistic here. Well, we, we, we are. I, I, they, they've won three games in a row. They are alive well, in the who playoffs. Who cares? It's a loss. Who cares? Giants fans care. Yeah. What, are you, what are you talking about? Who but, cares? But that's the thing. This is, gonna, this is what's going to happen. We're going to make the playoffs, if that, which we probably won't, Anytime this team goes up against a legit NFL team, a serious team, a contender, the Niners, the Eagles, the Cowboys, it's not even a football game. It's an ass-kicking. Pa- Patrick, like, Patrick, we- do us all what? a favor and don't watch the games then. Uh, look, I watch the games, but we've Why? Got- Why do you watch the games? It doesn't matter. I they win three games in a row and it doesn't matter to you. Okay, okay. When was the last time they were competitive against a decent NFL team? When was the last time they were competitive? The, the Packers are a decent team, Patrick, and thank you for the call. The Patrick are a de- uh, the Packers are a decent team. The Patricks are a decent team. Yeah. The Patricks are a bad team as a matter of fact. I just don't <laughs> I just don't understand that, BT. Like I look, Patrick is right in that you shouldn't believe in this team that they're going to go to the playoffs and go on a run. I, we don't think it's likely, but I think they have a better chance than the Jets do. That's what we're starting the show with, talking about the, the the fact that, A, both teams are still alive in the playoff race, and, B, I believe the Giants have a better chance than the Jets. It doesn't mean I think they're going to sweep the Eagles, but if you're a Giants fan and you're not getting excited about the last three weeks or you're not getting excited about the possibilities that could happen moving forward, I mean, why bother? <laughs> Well, you know, I, I tend to agree. I mean, it's like, think about, you know, Tom Thibodeau's first year at the Knicks where they squeezed in, and we knew they weren't going to win the championship, but it was nice to have competitive basketball back at the Garden, that, that series with, uh, with, with, with Trey Young and the Hawks, and, you know, it kind of it kind of got our, some wind beneath our sails or behind. We needed that. I don't know why Patrick feels that way, but I do respect it because he's a Giants fan, and, he, and I'm sure he's immersed in every single snap, and he's emotionally invested, probably financially invested as well. Now, there's two conversations here. The one that we're having, which is somewhat realistic. Honestly, it's not a crazy, stra- uh, crazy stretch. And then there's what, what Patrick is saying. But I also get what he's saying. Like, you could be in the mix to somehow steal a playoff berth, but be nowhere near where you want to be. You know, week one, 40 to zip against Dallas. Last year, the Eagles playoff game, 38 to 7. You know, it's just, there's been such a a distinct and, and, and obvious gap in talent between the Giants and the two best teams in their division that some fans choose to say, yeah, I don't really care if I'm 5-8 and eight and I've got a chance to steal a, a meaningless, meaningless wild card spot. I want to be legit. That, but that doesn't and make not any, legit. Yeah, but that, then why watch? Like, that doesn't make any sense to me. You could be realistic. Obviously, I love realistic fans. I am one of them. I try to be as realistic as possible. If anything, overly critical. But you're doing yourself a disservice if you are a fan of either of these two teams. Like, I don't think the Jets go into the playoffs. However, I believe Jet fans should believe that they're going to the playoffs and get at least excited about the possibility that it, it, it could take place by beating the Dolphins and so on. So if you're a Giant fan, why say, oh, well, last year they kicked our teeth in. This year we lost to every good team that we played. Like, then don't bother watching the games. And to me, that's not a fan. You should be hopeful, realistic, sure, and maybe not expect the Giants to beat the Eagles or to sweep the Eagles, but at least hopeful going in that, you know what, you have a chance. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. 
I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcast. You'll be glad you did.